In order for shame to be rendered powerless in our lives, we must be witnessed. We must be seen. Your gifting is going to seem like things that are just very obvious. They're going to seem like, well, everybody can be this welcoming. But everybody can see that moment where I just saw. It's going to feel like anybody could do it. And that's what makes it your gifting. Watch how people avoid the face of somebody in need or asking who makes you uncomfortable. Every one of those faces reveal God. We have to remember our past and recount the things that God has done for us. And then that gives us faith to keep going to where he wants us to be. Guys, welcome back to the Ansons Podcast. For one of the last times. I'm Blaine. Jeez. And I'm Sam. Could not say that because we just did a live stream that is going to air the week after, after this. this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that is about what the season is. Man, how to grieve, uh, telling the story, talking about counting the cost. The miracle of time travel through podcasting is we can record something afterwards and release it beforehand. It's just very odd. It so is. that's the space we're stepping out from and going right into wanting to answer some of the what's next because the podcast is ending. That's been our most consistent and regular means of connecting with you guys and offering content, inviting you into our lives, sharing things that we've learned. And that's landing. That's going away. So it's, it's a little bit of like, uh, what? And I think this episode will end up being a little bit shorter because it's you can sort of answer that and then walk away and be like, okay, good. Now you guys know. Um, we do want to speak to that. So we'll start with Ansons and then we'll pivot over to your what's new for you, Blaine, in this next season. Ansons is not ending. Ansons is not ending. Ansons isn't ending. Should we say it with you? No, that's okay. That was pretty good. I think me doing it three times works. <laughs> Let um, me say it in a slightly different way. Ansons is not ending. Yeah, there you go. It's a very Blaine way of saying it. The podcast is is coming to a close, and we are already in works with print volumes for next year. We just got finally. Oh my gosh, is the world running like through molasses uphill right now? I just got several months late or than I wanted. The volume sevens. So we're working on volume eight and volume nine for next year. And actually, you're going to be a part of those. You're not. I mean, on staff, so I'll send you the typical $5 Chipotle gift card. Thank you for writing. Yeah, and then like two years later, I get to see the magazine. Exactly. Very exciting for you. But you'll be a part of those because having a print without your voice, I think, would be, and I think you know, as long as you don't totally hate doing it, it would, it would be missing a key element of what makes it Ansons. So, I mean, that's that's just a glimpse into... The print side, I'm actually about to send a couple of guys across international borders to go do an, a motorcycle adventure as part of that trip. I'm not going because now that I've got little kids, I don't want to go hurt myself riding one of those fiendish devil machines with them two wheels. But I'm going to send you other people. You call motorcycles fiendish devil machines? <laughs> yeah. Because you're old. Because you're old so now. old, yes. You don't want to break your hip on your motorcycle. Just even getting onto it sounds difficult. I do feel it's very- way up there. Risk aversion is real. It is. It totally is. You have a kid and you're like, I probably can't play the old jump off the roof game and wave at cars as they go by. That was fun. Yeah. The print exists. When you said I'm about to send two guys, I already three had guys. the mental picture. Did I say two? Three. Three guys. 
I thought you were going to say a magazine, so I was picturing an envelope. Nope. And then when you said two ride motorcycles, I was like, my mind put the guys in the envelope, and it was like, oh, no, so you— That would be convenient if I could mail them. I know. So you, save a lot so on three guys tickets. are going to ride motorcycles yeah, yeah. in uh, another country, and it's going to be a feature article. Ben, You've been doing this, like, tactical thing. Are you going to still write that, or are you going to write something else? Because yeah, you were— uh, I know. You were learning how to become Jason Bourne, and we were hoping that you could— Tell us about how to do it vicariously, and yeah, yeah that was based fun. on the expression on your face. I'm guessing you're not doing that. Oh, okay. What you're well. saying is that we found like uh, the operator who trained the CIA security teams and did six months of this program. And I was thinking of doing another six months, but now I don't think I'm going to because it's hard to get away from a farm and go up to Denver. <laughs> it's hard to get away from a farm and drive hours multiple times a week and. He should come to you. That would be that would be nice. Can you bring the whole building with all of like the scenarios? I know. Be sweet. That. Okay, well, so there's some content that I don't know about just yet, but that's always the case. And then what events? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um let's phrase it like this. There's going to be some film small group curriculum that I'll be producing next year. I've had this like strong desire to do one. And Sons event in the woods, uh, probably at Bart's Ranch, because that's that seems to be where like all of the Wild at Heart events, like first ones are, and it's beautiful. And so the thought is, is that we'll film it and it will be the answer to if you I were taking young guys into the woods or camping or just out of normal life for a weekend. And when I say young, it's getting more and more relative, isn't it? I, I'm actually picturing guys who are, I think, at least around 25 and like have a little bit of distance from that like post-college disorientation stage. They've got a, a little bit of their feet underneath them. And, and what would I what would I want to offer those guys? What would I want them to walk through? And you'll be actually a part of that. And so there's a little bit of like, Blaine, you were done with this chapter but i'm gonna have you like revisit like bringing john elway out to like kick he never did he wasn't a kicker but a, i'm trying to think of like what we would have him do he wouldn't just like run around and high five the mascot no, this has a name and i so you know i am the uh and son's artistic director emeritus there you go where if a distinguished professor retires they're never called a retired professor. They're called a professor emeritus in honor. There you go. And so they kind of have, you know, they have a status that's related to the university and they may show up and give a lecture, but everyone understands that they're getting paid without working now. Boom. So I, would, I would also like to get paid without working. Gonna get, but you're going to work without getting paid, I think. You've yeah, sort of flipped that's that out. That's kind of, <laughs> so is that, oh, I messed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you made a terrible mistake. Yeah, and that's, I mean, a couple of the projects for next year. And so for the folks who are like over on Patreon and wondering what's going to happen over here, because this was this space to subscribe and support, that's all still the case. Patreon will still exist. That'll still be the way to subscribe to the print magazine. We're even going to still keep the tiers so that those of you who want to give slightly more to Ansons can. There are projects that we need your support with and Patreon is the best way to do that. I do, as an aside, I'm going to be kicking around what what more community involvement we can have over on Patreon because that is a platform that there's been a lot of great interaction with guys who are 
chasing after initiation, chasing after like-minded people who have uh, taken in the content. And so the, I've got I've got a few ideas brewing there to be having offerings for that group. But then there's a couple there's a couple of written projects that are like percolating for me here. Like there's a part of me that's going to be massively relieved to not have the routine of the spinning the wheel that is the weekly podcast because it's going to create some breathing room, a significant amount of space and my mind's gone to these projects. My mind's gone to like, oh, now I can finally do this curriculum because I'm a one-man one shop now, bro. I'm like, ah. Like old times. Ugh, like old times. This is a lot. I'm my own correspondence department, my unpacking and shipping and receiving. Anyway, there's a lot to get done. So I'm excited because there's been some writing projects related to Anson's that I think I will now at last have the margin for. So those that's, those are a few snapshots. Some, like I... I, mean, I will mention this in the podcast next week, but there's a part of me that like, I, I'm going to miss doing this. And I think that I'm, not, I'm making no promises one way or the other. I don't, I don't know that I will do something else myself in the world of podcasting. And I don't know that I won't. I don't know that they'll, you know, just I'm leaving that door open while also firmly landing and sons, the podcast. Yes. That makes sense. How about you have a podcast called therapastoring. Oh God. Nope. Come on then. Where you just kind of help shepherd people through the grassy hills of the soul. I'm just that I'm just imagining the way that word would look spelled <laughs> out and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't know. So I think that's enough on uh don't know about any other questions there regarding Anson's, but that's that's some for the immediate future for those of you who are wondering going into this new year. I also know people are, are very curious about you and I... you know what amount of the sum total of your calling mm. in this season is expressed in Anson's and where else God is leading you. So mm -hmm. maybe you could speak to a little bit too. You still some of your calling and mm -hmm. your work and your passion is still expressed here. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. I wouldn't, then, I wouldn't be doing it if I wasn't. Yes, but it's also important for guys to know that a person's calling is never completely expressed in a job mm. and that there are risks to be had even when you are in a season, maybe especially when you're in a season of working one thing, getting another thing going. So, Sam, what's the other thing that you're getting going? That uh, Family. Is that No. <laughs> You're talking about grad school? Yeah, you're going to grad school yeah, right yeah. now. No, um, I am in a, a season of doing grad school for becoming an LPC and chasing after more of those natural bents and giftings. And I'm excited. That's a longer journey, so I'm pursuing that. You're going to become a leprechaun-plucking chicken? Yeah, it's very... Very difficult career to get into. A lazy, picky child. <laughs> yes, a licensed professional counselor, and I'm excited about that. And that, and that, that's like, that's like in two years. You're writing papers at night, man. I'm writing papers at night, You're putting the kids down stuff. and driving to class. Yeah. So you know, that's another threshold that I will cross when I come <laughs> to it. But they can coexist because I genuinely am excited for. The work of Ansons, and there's still more to be offered, and more to do, and more people like we're journeying with us, and so I love that I can still do all those things even as a solo shop, and 
I've been getting a few emails about people being like, if you need an intern, if you need someone to come, I'm like, I, we just don't do that here. We just don't, we don't have any intention of becoming a large organization though. I'm sure somebody else who was thinking about things differently would try to make it one. So anyway, that's I'm a lot about like me. Blaine and I think you'd find my perky personality just right for the podcast. Man, uh, thankfully nobody's used the word perky to describe their, their <laughs> personality. But I too am an erudite. There you go. Emotionally averse. Hey. Sometimes loquacious. There you go. So you want to tell us a little bit about what you're going to be doing? Yes. Go ahead. So let's wrap my mind around this because we did just get off. You know, we recorded one thing and now this, and here we are in a time warp. So something that you may hear again is that the new platform that I am building is not unrelated to Wild at Heart. And in fact, there's a lot of overlap in terms of audience. We had a guy ask, "Why don't that sounds really helpful. Why don't you make that just an extension of the Wild Heart organization? And the answer to that question is because there are there is no skipping any of the stages of masculine development. And that there is both a stage and then there is a season of leaving to go do things on your own. Now, I don't mm. know that that happens all at once. I don't I feel like it could happen in the various domains over the course of a decade, but for me right now part of the significant thing is to leave a good season of working closely with family and working with the support of a very efficient organization to go do something and kind of bootstrap it up, which is very hard. So what are we building? The platform is called Mount Vigil. And M-O-U-N-T-V-I-G-I-L. You would think that after watching the Ransom Tart debacle for so many years, we would pick a name that was like very easy <laughs> to pronounce, hard to mispronounce, but we're already Easy getting spell. like, Mount V-Hill? <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 no. Like, oh, dang it. But branding processes are hard. Yeah. And, and you're committed now. Yeah. Well, just get, we'll just get through, I don't know, what was it, 20 years and then create a DBA that makes sense? Exactly. That's going to be, that's how we'll do that. Or you could do things your own way, you know? And so it, this is, it has similar crossover because you are still you and you have been yourself here. And now it is time for a new chapter that you are chasing after on your own. That's the elements of risk. And there is something to it of like, I don't know that it would have the same appeal and the same level of appropriateness. If you were like, I'm just going to now silo something else here at Wild to Heart. You'd be like, I think you'd be like, no, no, you don't understand. I am in a season where I need that newness and that element of risk, though your passion still is for the hearts of people and for better understanding Jesus and the world. Like that's just, you are now going to walk it out in a different expression as, as far as I understand. Yes. I what, think... are you guys, what are you guys, what are you going to do with Mount Vigil? What does that mean when somebody like, can you flesh that out for me? Mount Vigil is a platform to help men and women 
into a deep and alert experience of Jesus in a significant time. We happen to be living through the end of an age. Many people think it may also be the end of the age. Inside of that, there is a way to thrive. We need to interpret the times through the story of Jesus, which means we need to double down on and discover more and find joy in the whole story of God. And we need to find the ancient practices of directly experiencing God that restore a person's soul so that we can thrive in a significant time, so that we can thrive in a unique time inside of which we're going to need more provision, more relief, compassion, kindness, rest directly from God. I told the story recently uh, in the second age of the sorcerer of Meiji Japan and that being kind of the condition of the church. Yeah. I am deeply, deeply convinced that we are on the front edge of a very significant time and that God will probably invite his people to do more, to participate in his mission that many come to salvation before the clock hits zero, either because we live the full extension of our lives or because Jesus comes back and people are not ready. We are going to help. We're going to help people thrive, stay, keep their heart alive in a significant time, and We're going to help people find a way to live if they want to partner with Jesus to overthrow spiritual evil, to restore human beings and to draw them into the life of God, to restore the earth. Some things that sort of are helpful for the background of this project is all the way back uh, in the early 70s, avant-garde computer scientists wanted to see if they could create a mathematical model track it up and then code it onto a computer to see how resource constraints would affect the sort of health of global populations uh, long-term. And I think it's called the World 3 model. It has turned out to be astonishingly accurate. Hmm. Things that are very simple actually often are, and then things that are extremely, extremely complicated often are. And in the middle territory, which is where most of us do our work and have our thoughts, things tend to be less accurate. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> Feels very true. <laughs> the really simple things are like, can you pick the faster runner by who's the faster runner? Yes. <laughs> can you yeah, pick the, the, the fast- whole Occam's razor thing? Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, just guess about what year the World 3 model went, uh-oh, we're going to see I feel set up to say it's 2020. It's 2020. It's around right now. Okay. And if you kind of track across the disciplines, uh, it's not necessarily fun to learn because it can feel really scary to go, Mm. guys, we are right at the beginning and we're going to need more of God. We're going to need orientation to the story of God. Mm-hmm. Now, this is not bad news. Uh, my, here's one other comment before maybe I'll stop monologuing forever. There are multiple words in Hebrew 
for making something, creating something, fashioning something. But there's only one word that ever gets assigned to the creative activity of God. And it's something that people never do. People can make stuff, but they can't do this. That word is bara. It's the word of Genesis 1. And when it means create, God is only ever the actor. I like to think that we have some nerds who are going to go do a concordance search and go, well, I mean, in Joshua and these other places, people do it. Yeah, but it, it means like cut down a forest when people do it or carve out something that already existed. God is the one who creates the times. And that tracks across the prophets. I'm going to create a situation. I'm going to create something you wouldn't believe, even if I did tell you. And it relates to the nature, the zeitgeist of the times themselves, the time ghost. The times that we're running into are not the product of human sin. In fact, they're not the natural extension of excesses in civilization. There's something that God is doing to reveal Jesus to the world. So this is not a bad time to be alive, but it could be very difficult if a person were missing major pieces of the story of God, major pieces of the way of Jesus, how to, do, how to directly experience God. And if they didn't know how to interpret important and imminent movements in terms of the story of God. So we're building a platform that is a lot like Anson's. It will have podcasts, it will have articles, it will have videos that will do some of that work for people that will help them thrive in a very, very significant time. Yeah. And to be fair, you, this, like, to clarify, you are not trying to create Anson's 2.0 somewhere else. This has similar overlap and because you care about Jesus and you care about people and you are still you. This is distinct and a new chapter for you. And there's elements of familiarity in terms of like offering content, offering worldview, offering thoughts through podcasts or articles. And you're working on a book project that has the same title potentially. Yes. And so there's a lot in that world that we think that a lot of the Anson's audience will be curious about and want to go check it out. And so I hope that people will and go see it and know that like, a, Ansons is not competing against Mount Vigil, and Mount right. Vigil is not competing against Ansons. Mount Vigil is your new endeavor and chapter, and Ansons will continue to offer and exist and what it's offered. And the podcasts are all still here, actually. Like, you can go back and listen to those if that's what you want. And if what you want, like, we hope that at the very least you go check out what, well, we're going to force that on you, actually. Spoiler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do. I'm glad, I'm glad you said that because I want to make that invitation and it is an invitation several places because we and I really like and in fact love the Anson's audience. We know many of you now and we've tracked together for years. So there is such a sense of friendship and familiarity. And so there is a bit with this new thing of it is different. I also think that many of you will really like it. It is unique enough to be its own thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's not a recreation of this work. But right. to go, I'd like to invite you guys, come look, come see. I also just want to keep tracking mm -hmm. with you. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm you know, like, hey, Spencer, Brandon, Tim, hi, all of you guys. And then... 
all of you women, like, mm-hmm. you know, Kate, Danielle, you're all out there too. And to go, you may find mountvigil.org, M-O-U-N-T-V-I-G-I-L.org. Why did we org like very, Wild at Heart? You're very concerned about this. I am. Well, people are Googling Mount Virgil and <laughs> <laughs> at least one person. Uh, come look. We we set it up. Go check out the free tier. You'll get our blogs and podcasts and a newsletter if you want to. And it will give you a way to track with mm-hmm. a new project and to go. It's just, it's possible to know what is going on, the global apocalypse, without freaking out. Mm. And it's possible to respond without revolutionizing your whole life, but to double down on some things that we've already talked about here, discover some things that may be new Mm -hmm. that will kind of help you into a more intense and more singular allegiance to Jesus in a time that nothing else is going to work. Yeah, super cool. So I'm assuming most people like human beings are not on this stage a resource that we're competing for, right? Like we would hope that you would seek after things that are going to feed you. And there's some info for you in terms of what's next for Ansons. And like the Ansons podcast is gone. Now what? Is Ansons gone? No. And it's still here. That's still where I am and still doing projects I'm passionate about. And where's Blaine? Well, he's over here and please go check out that. And he said there's a free tier. There's also tiers you can consider supporting what he's up to over there. So you consider doing that as well. Yes. And uh, we will be back. Back next week. Next week to process through more. Yes. I think the other question on people's minds and certainly on our mind right now of why is it ending? How does a person end something? And how are you and I feeling about it? Yes. So we're that's where we're going to go next week because that is very needed. And then uh, our plan is to be live streaming our final episode, though we'll air one normally. We're going to be recording. So we're going to live stream the last recording to anybody who wants to join. And that'll be on December 21st at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And we'll have the that loads that information links and stuff on social or on Anson's website. So you can go check that out if you want to join us for the finale, which will be just around the river bed when this airs. Hope to see you there. 